Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On at Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about all of this week's Disney Plus and Star Originals. We'll also be talking about some of the bigger Disney Plus news of the week, including Star Wars, the book of Boba Fett, and the mysterious Benedict Society. Now, uh, before we go any further, a quick bit of housekeeping. Now, first off, a little bit of an extra bonus for everyone today. So uh, we've got a little bit of a contest going. Um, as you know, Cruella is out now on DVD, Blu-ray, and on digital. And we have got five digital copies to give away. And um, for this is just for the United States. So it's going to be this. So every good villain has a bad beginning. Emma Stone and Emma Thompson star in Disney's Cruella, which follows the early days of cinema's most notorious and notoriously fashionable villains. Add Cruella to your Disney collection today and enjoy deleted scenes, bloopers, and behind-the-scenes featurettes. It's available now on digital, own it on 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD. So as I said, we've got five copies to give away. All you need to do is, if you want a copy, um, email me at roger at whatsondisneyplus.com, and the first five people... Um, to get it, I will reply to you with it. If I don't reply to you um, in the next couple of days, then you, you wouldn't have won it. But that's kind of, um, we've got a nice little treat there for um, people to give away. So if you haven't watched Cruella on Disney+, Plus, or maybe you just like having a digital version, there we go. Okay, so that's that bit. Now, let's move on now to some um, housekeeping. If you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube or audio platforms. Now, um, I've been aware there has been some issues with Spotify. Um, with episodes not turning up, I have got to the bottom of it after lots of tweaking around with it. And so this week, everything should be back to normal um, on Spotify. So if you have now suddenly popped this up, you know why we have been missing. And um, we have been doing episodes, you can find them on YouTube, etc. But there was a little bit of a technical issue since moving to a Mac that I wasn't aware of. Right. <laughs> so that's the big thing. Um, also, just big thank you uh, to all of our supporters on Patreon and also YouTube. Um, so big thank you to um, Gold members, including Raphael, Ice Cream Man, 616, Adam, uh, Robert, Jay, My VCR Still Works, Bina, Joshua, Adam, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. Well, over on the Patreons, a big hello and thank you again for Sarah, for all of her support. It really does make a massive difference for us with your support. Also, a big hello um, to Andrew, Jacob, Caleb, Red Miles Man, Aero. Andrew, Cody, Darren, The Juice, Lauren, and also James. And again, you can all take part in the week's Q&A every Sunday night live as well. So if you've got any questions, feel free to put them in. So there we go. So that's all the housekeeping. So now we've got all of that out of the way. Let's jump into some of the news. Now, the big one this week was we have now got um, official confirmation of Star Wars, the book of Boba Fett. We now know that it's going to be coming to Disney Plus on the 29th of December. They just managed to sneak it in. They just managed to get it in. Last, obviously, last year we had the season two finale for the Mandalorian, and we kind of and it said it was coming in December. They just, I mean, it's close to it as they possibly can get get in. Um, we got some new artwork, but we finally got a date. I'll be honest, it was a little bit like, okay, we got to wait. It's like, I'm sorry, but. December 29th, you might as well just say to me next year. It's just, it's like on a technical note of it falling into this, it's like, yeah, okay. I The only good thing is that on that 29th, we're going to be getting the finale of Hawkeye and the start of the Book of Boba Fett. So that should be a nice, good, solid day. But well, what do you think of the date announcement? Uh, I, I have to echo what you were saying there. It, it's <laughs> right under the wire. I was kind of hoping it would get, get in there before Christmas, but... Okay, technically it is coming out this year. This is this is like um, 
when they they release an Oscar movie uh, yeah. on like December thirtieth in three theaters, just yeah. so it's uh, it, it's eligible for for contention in the Oscars, and and then the real release is like January twentieth something. Yeah. Either way, um, I'm glad we have a date. That poster is pretty awesome. I have to say, yeah. I'm I'm almost out of wall space, but I'm I'm kind of thinking I want to. Uh, maybe replace something that they've got up and and mm. if i if i can find that somewhere for a reasonable price anyway. yes i don't i was actually i was walking around at, um hardware store the other day because now as we're in the new office and i actually have a little bit of wall space for the first time and so it is like on the lines of i want to get some some stuff like printed up and get some frames and stuff up not that you might not necessarily see it, it's just mainly for me <laughs> but um it's just like yeah i was uh, it, is, it is a really cool piece of artwork i mean just but boba fett is always so cool I think I don't know if it's just that thing. We all think he's so cool because we all made up our mind in our heads of what he was like, <laughs> what he actually was on screen. There is certainly an aspect of that where mm. you know all we knew about him was what we saw in Empire Strikes Back, uh, and we we kind of mentally blocked out what we saw in Return of the Jedi, maybe. Yeah. But you know, uh, he's like the only character that we see in the entire trilogy, other than mm. the Emperor, who Darth Vader has any respect for, who gives yeah. him any leniency, and he's just like. I need to know that story. I think it's what helped with me is I did actually have the Slave One ship and the Boba Fett action figure as a kid, so I did could actually like. So I think at that point the character was a little bit more ingrained in my head than um, without. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we've got a date. Disney seemed to be a little bit more proactive in kind of announcing stuff in advance. Um, the kind of, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing because the lineups at the minute for each going month to month like this month is not incredibly strong. So getting them kind of for people to feel like this stuff keep coming, I don't think is a bad thing. We also got a trailer for uh, Welcome to Earth, which is a new documentary series with Will Smith that's going to be coming at some point in December. We don't know when. Um, the trailer for that broke. Did you get a chance to see that one? I did watch the trailer. It looks like they're going to some very interesting spots. Uh, mm. I'm kind of interested in that volcano. The, you know, and yeah. And... I wonder if they'll actually dodge rocks like they were talking about or, or not. But. Yeah, well, it's funny because I've actually done, I've been to a few volcanoes, but there was one in uh, Nicaragua where we went and we actually climbed up the side of this active volcano. And, you know, we were standing on lava and lava was going past us. I mean, it was burning, burning your trainers. It was singeing your hair on your legs. You know, we were getting, and, you know, we were toasting marshmallows on, on lava. So I've kind of got that thing of, you know, this show for me is just like, yes, tick, tick, tick. You know, you're doing crazy things. I, you know, I've, I love to travel. I love doing bits and pieces. I've been a load of places, and it was just the kind of thing. I'm in. This is such a show for me. Um, sign me up. This is. I, I am hoping they drop them weekly. I don't want them to drop them all at once because I feel like Will Smith's a big enough name to have all of them. You know, that could be six weeks worth of entertainment, or maybe drop the first two episodes and then do it like that. But, um. I don't know. It's the fact that they said it's coming in December. They were quite vague about the date. So to me, it might be a bit more spread out. Well, I don't know. The trend with documentaries has been to drop them all at once. Mm. Um, you are right. Will Smith is still a big enough name that he could probably get people to watch it week to week. But I mean, I probably would have said the same thing about Liam Hemsworth. And I think they dropped yeah. all that at once. Well, there's only one episode, wasn't it, for the hit that shark documentary? Oh, that's right, it was. Oh, and Limitless hasn't dropped yet. That's, 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 that's what I was thinking of. I, was thinking I think of I think that's coming next year. I think um, it's, I don't think it's coming this year unless they've got something extra for November. 
Um, yeah, no, yes. I, I was I was mixing up the shark documentary and and the Limitless series. And it's also as well that shark documentary actually also had um, Valerie who was in the playing with sharks documentary as well. So there's quite a bit of crossover between all of these ones. But yeah. Is, I'm, I'm looking forward to that Will Smith show. I mean, it's a little bit of a, a pun with Welcome to Earth, obviously, with Independence Day, you know, um, which yeah, you, you got to do. But I, I'm, I've always liked Will Smith, so I'm, I'm more than happy to watch this new documentary. And- it just for me, I think it's like Will Smith and traveling around the world and doing crazy things. Yeah, fine. I'm that's got everything I would want. <laughs> well, the, the the preview of the uh, the photography or the videography that they were yeah. doing was very. Very well done. Definitely looks epic in scope. So looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, also this week we got the trailer for Just Beyond, which is a brand new anthology series that's going to be coming um, on the 13th of um, October. So this one is eight episodes all with um, kind of like so R. Eilstein, um, kind of based on his um, book. Looking forward to this one. This one should be a little bit different. The trailer was a little bit more scary than I was expecting for a Disney Plus one. Um, there was a couple of little things there. We thought, oh, that's a bit... I mean, it can be very, very tame. But um, <laughs> it's just like, um, yeah, it'll be just it'll be just be good for that one there to um, kind of... Yeah, I just think that one's, uh, one's going to be pretty fun to see that one on there. We'll, we'll see on that one. Because R.L. Stein has always been kind of like casual horror. Mm. Like... Um, the stuff that I'm familiar with, he he did like a whole book series when I'm and I mean like probably hundreds of books. Yeah. Uh for kids. And what's scary as a kid isn't necessarily the same thing that's scary as an adult. And tax returns. Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, and and you you don't even have to deal with the American tax system. No. So wow. Um, but yeah, no, that <laughs> it we'll we'll see. Cause like he was scary as a kid, but then I read some of his stuff as an adult. I'm like, why was I scared of this as a kid? Mm. So this does look like it's more mature than what I remember growing up with, but not like huge. We're not talking about like the exorcist or, or well, something yeah. like that, but um, I think it'll be good Halloween fun. I think as well as like for the target audience, you know, it's quite like a, a step up um, in terms of what they're offering. Um, it's a bit of a strange month really for content because it's, it's it does seem to be all over the place of what we've got in October um especially on the u.s side it does seem a little bit strange but um i like the, tra- the trailer definitely was i i was much more intrigued with it than i was before the trailer actually was like okay this one might not um i am t- it's that thing of like is this gonna be good enough to w- let, what for my wife to watch it because she loves all like horror and like things like that but i'm thinking probably gonna might be a little bit too tame for her yeah, she she likes real horror yeah, yeah. So she, I mean, she's she's really looking forward. Now, like, because now we've got new episodes of like American Horror Stories to watch each week, and we've got American Horror Story coming up on Disney Plus in a couple of weeks. That's what she's in. You know, we're into into much more of those kind of levels. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I am looking forward to this one. But the trailer was was a bit of a surprise. Um, we also had a, a bit of an extra announcement this week. Um, the Mysterious Benedict Society is going to be returning for a second season. It has been confirmed. Um, filming is going to begin next year. Um, Tony Hale kind of took to social media and was kind of given a, a task to do, and he, he, he obviously looked like he couldn't <laughs> do it. Um, but generally, yeah, so it's great to see this one come out. I mean, I'm not surprised because obviously the, um, the the cliffhanger for that last episode definitely kind of set up, and we know it's based on a, a number of books. But I'm really glad to see this one coming back. Yeah, uh, definitely. We, we both 
sang the praises for it when it was coming out mm. season one. Um, I am actually a little bit surprised. I I feel like a lot of the uh, non-franchise titles have kind of gotten overlooked. But when they announced Big Shot season two, uh, that raised my hopes. And now, obviously, we've got the confirmation. So, uh, absolutely, this is like near the top of my anticipation mm. chart. I yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to wait for it actually. Yeah, the only thing is, obviously, we're still bummed they didn't actually do uh, the right stuff season two because that would have been even better. That's the they've really pretty much renewed every drama series, other than yeah. that one. That was the only one they've not renewed, and uh, which, which uh, is ironic because I still think it's one of the best ones. <laughs> it is, but it's also worth remembering it's a National Geographic series rather yeah. than a, a Disney series, which meant the bar was probably a bit higher that it had to clear, mm. and presumably it was a pretty expensive series to make as yeah. well. Yeah, but no, I, I I'm really excited to see this one coming back. It's it's nice now. Now we know we got Big Shot, Mighty Ducks, and Mysterious Benedict Society. I could have not done done with a Mighty Ducks. I'll be honest, that was the one I could have easily have done without. But it's nice to have those three confirmed. Um, but it also shows that they do take a little bit of time sometimes. It's like they get a few months of data before they kind of make that final decision. It it's a different world, you know. With with TV, you normally get that data right away, and there's not much of a um, like a, a trail effect where it continues yeah. to generate views over time. You know, even today, more often than not, you only have like a three day window where people watch it and then it go, gets banished to, to DVR yeah. purgatory and, and, uh, you know, well, I mean, dis disappears. I mean, it was like rebel. I mean, they, they canceled that like within weeks of airing because the ratings weren't good enough before it actually even aired internationally on Disney plus. And he's like, well, you guys can't, you didn't even give it a chance to get an audience. They'd already, you know, the data had shown them that the people weren't interested and they made a quick decision and moved on, which is a shame. I, I do feel it was like, you gotta give at least, you didn't even give us chance to, <laughs> to give it a I, go. I have to assume though, that the, the sales and marketing departments mm. know what trends look like. And, yeah. and if, if it opens with this amount of numbers and then week two has this amount of numbers, you, they probably can, can guess all right, yeah. the trend is going to be this, and and we might as well just call it now. It is extremely rare for television shows to to get like a third or fourth week bump, uh, especially yeah. now when when so many shows follow continuous storylines. So if you missed week one, you you might be completely lost in week three. Whereas you know yeah, back yeah. in the nineties, two thousands, so much so many of them were episodic. It didn't matter. Yeah, and also I think I mean the only good thing now with the streaming is you've kind of got this idea that you can keep moving, you know, you can start at the beginning and catch up. I mean, I've seen a lot of notes and stuff on Twitter and stuff this past week of just showing how much traditional television, the ratings are just the, the viewership, you know, we're talking like 40% of what it was like 10 years ago. It is just, and streaming is just getting more and more. And that's all part of, you know, what's going on around the world, which is kind of going to lead me on to the next topic. Um, so yesterday, um, right across Southeast Asia, about eight, about 13 different channels closed in the region, and also some more Disney channels closed in Europe as well. Now, this is all part of the launch of getting ready for Disney Plus to arrive in uh, Taiwan, Hong Kong, also fully in Japan, and also in South Korea. It's already launched in some countries. Um, so Disney is actually going to be holding a special event on the 14th of October, called the APAC Content Showcase. We don't know yet how we're going to watch it, if it'll be on YouTube or stream somewhere. So this is going to be kind of giving us um, a look at a lot of content, 
coming um, to Greater China, which is uh, Taiwan and Hong Kong, Indonesia, Japan, Malaysia, Singapore, South Korea, and Thailand. I wrongfully assumed it included um, India, but it doesn't. Um, so it's generally, yeah, it's just kind of really showing off all of the new original content, a lot of the stuff getting ready, I think, for those launches in those countries that are coming up. Um, but this is different to Disney Plus Day. So that's still happening on November the 12th, about a month later. But this is really about just showcasing some of the new um, Disney Plus and Star originals that are going to be available in those countries. But also they are really kind of ramping up this thing of releasing um, international originals all over the place. You know, we're starting to see this already. Um, there was one that was announced this week in, in um, Japan, which was... Um, Tokyo Mirror, which is all about an uh, emergency room. That one has been, that was in the press announcement from Japan that it was going to be released internationally. There was a Disney Plus original in Latin America that was in the press release. It said that it would be released internationally. There's also a Star Plus original in Latin America that's recently popped up on Hulu. And we're really starting to see this kind of international rollout now of all these originals. So I don't think it's a case of this is just going to stay in these countries. I think they're all going to be moving around a lot more. Um, I suspect some of them are more likely going to end up on Hulu in the United States. But here in you know Disney Plus in the UK and stuff, I think we're just going to see much more of this content just globally being released, which is great. I mean, it, it, it just feels like Disney Plus seems to, it is kind of growing and it just keeps adapting and becoming much more of a mainstream streaming service, um, especially, like I said, internationally with all this content. And I think that uh, we're starting to see people more and more accepting of international content as well. I, for uh, anecdotally, my mom has been obsessed with South Korean dramas on Netflix. Like yeah. every time I talk to her, she's talking about some new uh, South Korean drama that she's watched. I know the Squid Game. Squid Games. Yeah, uh, I, I want Yeah, it's been that has been exceptionally popular. One of my coworkers has been raving about it and got it. I have to go watch that and yeah. so things. And I know the Kingdom was also really popular. Uh, that was the the zombie uh, historical piece out of South Korea. So point being, I think that people are much more interested in seeing this international content, especially when we get the really good ones. I don't know if this uh, Japanese ER one is any yeah. good or, but uh, yeah, bring it over. Let us decide for ourselves. Let the market decide for itself. Just put it out there. Uh, and you never know what's going to end up being popular. And also, as well, it just kind of makes sense just to kind of go, look, look we own it. We have the distribution rights for it. We put it up there. You know, you make it available, you know, with dubbing or subtitles and just let the, like you say, let the audience go. You know, if you're going to have a small amount of people in the, in each country watching it, fine. But it's not it's not costing you any more money. It just keeps bulking up the series. I think we are going to see much more of this with, like, Hotstar being integrated with everything. And we are going to see much. It just makes a lot of sense. I mean, you know, that one Finoid, which um, is currently being released on Disney Plus, um, is about a Dutch football club. I mean, I've watched a couple of episodes. I don't really like football, so I've stopped watching it. But that, I still gave it a go. And I was like, okay, no, they've kind of done this right. I think documentary is a little bit easier for them to do. I mean, I know we've been, I mean, we've enjoyed like Money Heist, uh, Lupin. My wife's been watching quite a few different ones and stuff on, on there. She's, you know, they kind of, as long as you, the only thing that annoys me is when you watch the when they have the trailer and they have the description and you don't know it's in a different language until you get halfway through. But even like War of the Worlds, which um, came onto Disney Plus here in the UK earlier this year, it was half French, half English. You know, um, you know, and it was it was pretty. I don't even think as my dad was did complain and going, why do they keep flicking the French? <laughs> I'm usually there like I'll be on my oh I've got to stop that I've got to read this bit. <laughs> It, but yeah, 
I, I do like subtitled content, but you definitely have to be more in on it unless you know the language. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I I just I prefer like I prefer, honestly prefer them dubbed so I can kind of relax a bit more because you can in some ways you can second screen a, a show and well, I think that's the best the best thing is you can almost second screen a um, show like that because you aren't you don't need to concentrate and the words the lips don't matter so much because you just look at when the action's happening and if they're yapping it you can kind of turn off a bit. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was getting at. If you're watching it subtitled, you, you know, you have to yeah. focus on it. You can't be doing something else. If you're watching it dubbed, you can you can have it on a second screen. And I think either one of them you get used to. You know, if, yeah. it, if it's dubbed, you eventually just don't notice that the, the mouth movements don't match yeah. with the words. And if you watch it subtitled, eventually the subtitles just kind of blend into the picture. Yeah. And, the, and, and I know the one complaint a lot of people have with subtitles, like, I'm reading it. I'm not seeing what's going on the screen. And it's like you watch it enough. It it just yeah. becomes natural. I think I think for me, I know when I used to um I used to go and watch a lot of um martial art movies and stuff, it was a little and I, was, I do actually want the dubbed version because I can watch the fighting and the beautiful you know, watching things like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is a lot easier to watch <laughs> because you know you got all the action and stuff. So that was kind of thing. The, the thing that got me about Crouching Tiger, the the time I watched it dub was they gave them all French accents, uh, which was <laughs> which was I was like why? Why did you give them French accents? But whatever. Yeah. Oh, but no, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on, and I think we're starting to see Disney really just revving up on um, what they're doing. You know, they're going to be closing a load of channels down in Latin America as well soon. They are just fully going in on this platform, and I just think it makes a lot more sense to release all of their content same time, same place, same place, all over the world. Let it do what it needs to. You can hide, you know, you can hide it away in different sections and stuff, but just. Just let us have the choice. Let everybody have a choice of, you know, if you want to watch the great, the next big um, Bollywood movie, you get it's there. You know, if it's not, if the numbers aren't gonna, if no one watches it, it's like, well, we've already, it's, it's, you know, on Disney Plus Hot Star, it's been popular. Or that's the way I look at it. I just feel like, why not? There doesn't seem to be any benefit not to do it. Right. That's, that's what we've been saying all along. Yeah. Could just keep on bringing it. Yes. And and. Uh, digital storage costs are so low that if nobody is is watching a particular show, the costs are almost nil. All the only cost you have is licensing, presuming it, it's not content that Disney generated. Yeah. Um, also, this week we did get all the um, we we did get the last we did get some updates on what's coming to Australia and uh, Canada this month. There wasn't a huge amount of surprises, anything that we didn't know already. It was a bit of a strange one. I don't know if it was just that Disney Plus Day just announcement just knocked everything back like a week you know we were literally up to the last day before we kind of knew what was coming on to disney plus like in canada i mean literally free guy you know you would imagine free guy you know big 20th century movie 45 days exclusive comes to the uk and australia and all over the place and most of us i mean Canada only had it announced the day before. I think even the UK only put it up on their official social media like the day before it came. And they're like, this is a massive movie. And this, to me, it just feels like Disney massively miss, um, just missed an opportunity to boost Disney Plus. This, um, I mean, they'll be doing it for Black Widow next week for sure. But I did, it just seems like such a, a miss just to not promote Free Guy um, on Disney Plus this week. Yeah, that that was very weird. It's almost like they they just forgot that it was coming to to some of these regions. I don't know. 
it seems like we're in this weird bit where they're trying to work out what to do with like 45 days. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's great. Get up the streaming. And then like, you know, like day 35, going, we're, we're still making money at the cinema. Like, don't tell anybody. <laughs> don't tell anybody. We don't want them to know. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's the, yeah, that's the, that's the big thing, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> not to go too much of a tangent, you and I have, we've discussed it previously, but uh, there seems to be this mentality that Disney wants to get away from theaters, that they, they yeah. want everything to come to Disney plus. And we're talking like everything Eternals yeah. and uh, uh, you know, whatever the next Avengers game is like, no, the, the box office is still where they make the vast majority of their money and they know it. And yeah, there is a certain aspect. It's like, no, 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 nobody needs to know that black widow is coming to Disney plus because we still have ticket sales to get uh, or free guy or, you know, anything. And, and you know, Eternals isn't even doing a Disney Plus uh, um, premiere access or anything. It's going theater only, as far as I I know at this point. Well, uh, they've said that everything for this year is now right. um, forty five days, except for Encanto, which is um, thirty days. Right, and and so it's very clear they want the theaters, and I, I think you're right. I think that that's part of it. Like if we announce it too far in advance, people will just stop going to theaters, and that's mm. ticket sales that are lost. But um, it's it's catch twenty two. It's like, well, if you don't want to promote it, then maybe delay it two weeks to kind of promote it. It would make more sense. I mean, I literally I put up in my um, gaming group like, oh yeah, watch Free Guy and like someone, oh, is it Premier Access? No, no, you can watch it on this. Oh, I'll watch that then. And like, you know, already, what do they not want us to go to the cinema? It's like, it's like, and this is just casual friends. It's just like, yeah, yeah, you can kind of, um, it's on there now. And they're like, already, it it, it just didn't know it. And it's definitely, it was definitely a fun movie. Um, I watched it the other night. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was definitely a super, a video game movie with lots of little nods to video games. My wife hated it, and she actually <laughs> did get she did actually get up halfway through and went to bed. That was because she said she actually called it five um, emojis out of five. <laughs> emojis out. She said it was awful. But then, as I did say, it's like with not understanding like video games, I think it just maybe it was just like, this makes no sense at all. It's got, where is it going? What is it doing? I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, I'm kind of going to watch it again. There was a, there was a couple of moments in there that I did really did enjoy this specifically the, the Disney crossover bit, a part of it. But yeah, it, it, it was this kind of thing of going, wow, this is on, this only came. I only missed it last month because I was on the cruise because it came out the same weekend we were um, going away. And it's like, wow, is this, it, this is just on there already. It, it was great. I mean, can't complain of it. Being honest, it was like, well, that, that was September's uh, um, subscription worth it. <laughs> I was, it was a lot of fun. I, I can't understand. If you're not a gamer, you don't have the the gamer like uh, mentality. Or, yeah, you miss all the, the nods. Uh, I could see why it wouldn't be fun. It's... It, it actually had less action than I was expecting it to have. Mm. It's it is much more focused on. Well, it had a lot of stuff going on. I mean, it was quite. There's a lot of stuff going on in the background. Back, background, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's especially at the beginning when you first yeah. get introduced, and, and it's literally just chaos going on in there. Uh, yeah. Honestly, one of my favorite bits though was just uh, Taika trying to do uh, kip ups. Uh, yeah. At at the end, you know, where you. You're lying yeah. on the ground and you try to, to like push yourself yeah. off and do the, the jump up and yeah. he just could not do it. And just like, this is hilarious. Yeah. I, 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 there's, I mean, it's little things like this people running around and jumping up and down, <laughs> jumping and spinning. You know, I, I really enjoy it. I mean, I see it. You, yeah. You see it at Fortnite all the time, which is like people just running around. It's like, what are you doing? It's a dog got the controls. <laughs> the, 
the one that I uh, that I really enjoyed, and I bet if you're not a gamer at all, you would have made no sense at all. Was Channing Tatum as like a oh, super yeah. gamer, as a streamer, yeah. and where he just randomly spouts stuff, which is clearly supposed to be the person who is playing, yeah. talking to his mom or or talking yeah. to. The, and if you are not into streaming, or if you don't know much about streaming, you should like. What is he doing? What is he yelling about? This is yeah. it's just a random aside all of a sudden. I mean, there's so many streamers and stuff in there. You know, there's a few there that I recognize as well. You know, you had Ninja and Jack's uh, Skeptipart. I think he was I, in there. Yeah, there was a there, I did there was at least some of them I recognize. So I was like, oh I know I do know a little bit. <laughs> so um, but yeah, I, I just thought it was a lot of fun. Just great to see it on Disney Plus internationally. Uh, in the US, unfortunately, it's gonna have to go to HBO max first before it can go to disney due to pre-existing contracts but you can rent it now it is available on digital um purchases and stuff but i i, I really enjoyed it i mean it was it to me it was a, a good highlight of the week um i mean it's just it's just been a really good week actually for content um it also reminded me as well we did have a new uh trailer for encanto so that came out on monday um which was full that. of match yeah it was all do you know it was kind of one of those things that it came out on monday lunchtime and it actually really sold me on this on the movie. It, it's much more about the magic, a little bit more action packed. Got a better idea of what's going on because the house is. Um, she needs to help them. They all kind of loot. They all got their powers, but they need her to fix the problem because she doesn't have any powers. Um, yeah, no. So it's it's definitely definitely worth checking. And again, that one's going to be coming to um, cinemas for Thanksgiving, and then it will be available on Disney Plus on Christmas Eve. So you don't even have to go cinema to see it you've literally got to wait a month i mean i literally told my friends like yeah just go see you can watch it on christmas eve <laughs> because they don't yeah. want to tell you that they don't want to tell you that well they, they, yeah they're not going to tell you that over um in in england or europe so much uh but in the states thanksgiving is one of the biggest uh movie days of the year and the day the right the day right after thanksgiving so black mm. friday um so in the states it is a very big deal that they're releasing mm. it on thanksgiving uh, and I expect it will do fairly well at the box office. It will be something that a lot of families will go see. Uh, but yeah, obviously Thanksgiving in England is meaningless. In France, it's meaningless. You know? Yeah, I must. Yeah, I still remember. I mean, it's like we were in we were in Shanghai Disney um, not last Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving before, and we were sat in this in this restaurant having a Thanksgiving dinner because they had it on the menu. And we go, yeah, I love that. And we're like, it's like this is a bit odd. We're with two British people sat in a in a at a restaurant in in China, eating <laughs> but yeah, so it should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to seeing all of this um, dropping on there. Um, also, just a quick note as well. Um, Among the Stars is a brand new documentary series coming to Disney Plus on Wednesday next week, which is a six part documentary series that goes basically just follows NASA going up into space. Following, it kind of starts with a couple of different guys that they're following, but it kind of branches out. So I've seen all of the episodes, and I did that in my written review this week. I know James is going to love this. He loves NASA, loves space. This is a detailed, heavy... It doesn't sugarcoat it. There's no stupid, kiddie um, documentary over um, commentary. You know, they are. They don't dumb it down. They follow them through, showing you all the little things, just like even just building tools and what they have to go through to get into space and what they have to learn and the, the experiments. It's very detailed. I mean, watching the first opening scene with somebody nearly drowning in space on a spacewalk, I mean, that's scary. I mean, to be in a spacesuit walking around, you know, on a space station, walking outside trying to fix something, and you're literally, you're, 
you're filling up with water inside. I mean, and you know, like escaping from you know rockets exploding and so it's it's pretty thing. In some ways, I I it's like I think it was maybe at one point was being made by National Geographic, but I actually feel like putting the Disney brand on it is like this is this is National Geographic quality. This is if you like your, your space documentaries, watch this when it drops on Wednesday next week. Um, I think it's a, a really good documentary. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I've I've heard the story of the uh, the water filling the spacesuit. Um, I've I've never seen footage from it. I didn't even know yeah. there was footage, but obviously NASA yeah. films everything. Yeah, uh, there are a lot more near misses than people are aware of mm -hmm. in the space. Uh, like there's an entire Wikipedia page just dedicated mm -hmm. to near misses, people almost dying, uh, almost yeah. disaster strike. It it's kind of crazy how often it happens, and good on them for shining some light on it. Plus. You know, uh, nothing against SpaceX or Blue Origin or any of those guys. It's kind of nice to to see something with NASA again, getting the headlines mm -hmm. on it, even if it's just a documentary. Yeah, I mean, I think again, again, I've, I mean, I've got a soft spot for NASA with um, going to the Space Kennedy Center and seeing a, a shuttle go up and all. The, um, for me, it was, just, it was just a great documentary. If you like space, you're gonna like this. It's it's a proper. I'd say it's, it's a proper documentary. It's not it's not sugar coated. It's not got um, you know, a Disney nature kind of overlay of like explaining things like your five. Um, this this is a really good documentary, so I would really recommend it. But definitely saying to you, James, you need to, you're you're going to enjoy it. Oh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> one of the things that uh, I mentioned earlier this week is I've been very bad about uh, saving stuff until Friday to yeah. watch, and just kind of happens that way. I don't think that's going to happen for this one. I, yeah. I think this will be right yeah. there on Wednesday. Also, on Wednesday you're going to be getting Black Widow. Black Widow's out for everyone to enjoy as well. Um, so other new releases this week. So we did have, uh, let's talk off with What If. Um, well, what an incredible episode. So this one was Ultron. What would have happened if Ultron had won in Age of Ultron and basically got inside a Vision's body? And well, let's just say this is the this is the like the penultimate episode. It was a, it's a two parter for the finale next week. I mean, this and then it goes all. I mean, he's he's pretty. Vicious. I mean, he is just wiping out the entire planet of of everybody. I mean, yeah. how he takes out Thanos. I mean, whew. I mean, Vision really should have upped his game. Yeah, it. you're like, man, that wasn't hard at all. Why didn't you just do that in the first place? But yeah, yeah no, last week when we were talking about the episode, I remember one of the last things yeah. I said was like, man, I, I really wish we had gotten the Ultron because that seems like a much more interesting story than we got. And, and in fact, it was. It was a yes. much more interesting story. Uh, that said, like parts of it didn't really click with me. Um, um, like anything going through the multiverse where you're smashing through all the different yeah. realities, like eh, this is, it's cool visually. I'm not really, really in on this that mm -hmm. much. And but uh, the buildup for what presumably will be the ending episode next week yeah. uh, is great, and I'm really expecting a, a solid ending out of this. It was also nice as well because it's kind of linking, like it linked up with the Doctor Strange episode, and you know, and just seeing the Watcher actually having to do something rather than just being really creepy looking for the window. Um, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I'm really looking forward to see what they do with it. Um, I definitely think it's going to be fun to watch. I've just really enjoyed What If. I mean, I know I've said about I've enjoyed the cartoon, the the book series for years. There's just something about this. That just feels it feels fresh, it feels different. You know, I like the you know, them 
you know, it, it, we're getting a new, we know, we get, this was an entirely new story. This was not just, let's just remake um, an original movie with a little twist. They completely went off and did something different. And yeah, it just, it just was great. I just really enjoyed it. And I, I, I know a lot of people haven't been checking out or, or checked out of this episode series, but yeah, no, I, I, I just really enjoyed this one um, a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, and I'm presuming that Strange is not going to be the only character uh, from previous episodes. That having said that, um, if well, you did, check- to, I was just going to say there has to be something from the because in the trailer we have this thing where he brings together like the crew, yeah, puts together, and they do the big like Avengers shot around with uh, Captain Britain and um, Gamora and um, Star Lord, and you know, I'm, I'm sure at some point he's going to he's bringing a team together I'd- to take yeah. I'm assuming that there's at least one character from each of the yeah. the previous episodes. Having said that, um, if you did drop off the series and you you don't want to to check out the rest, but you do want to check out this, I doubt that you'll need to really be fully up to speed on exactly what happened in the previous seven episodes. Yeah. Uh, just jump in on the alternate episode this week and next week finish it off. Um, but yeah, yeah. this this will be a fun way of ending it and. Uh, I do like that it, at least since they did this Ultron episode, it, it did make the 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 gotcha ending of last week a little more palatable. We'll see yeah. if they if they do the same with the other, like if uh, Zombie Thanos shows yeah. up or or something like that. But uh, even if they do that and and give a little bit of credibility to those, I'm still just like, yeah. if you do a season two, maybe. A, Back off on the gotcha endings a little. Yeah, and, and also, I mean, I must. I did. I I fill up the street of, of like, oh my god, they killed Kenny because it's Tony Stark dying has become the Kenny of what if they are literally. It's like every episode. I think I've, did they, I don't think last week in the party one they they missed it, but generally, yeah. Um, Tony Stark is, has has not had a good season. No, but he's he's the obvious choice too because yeah. he's like the iconic. Uh, yeah. Marvel characters of, so, uh, in in uh, the comics, you you always go to Wolverine. Wolverine yeah. is the iconic character, and killing Wolverine is a big deal because it's basically impossible to kill Wolverine. Yeah. So that's what they always do to to prove that the situation is is a real threat in What If, and and I guess Tony Stark is is that version here. Like, yeah, they definitely enjoy doing that. So that there, so that one was what if. Um, so let's now move on to Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales, which dropped on Friday. So this was about forty minutes, three different tales about Lego. What did you think of this one? I liked it better than the Christmas one. Mm-hmm. Um, there were individual bits that that really got to me. Like I, I enjoyed watching Dark Side Luke carrying Darth Vader around on his back, like he did with Yoda and in, in yeah. Dagobah. I. I admittedly thought that was really funny. And uh, the bit before that, I'm trying to remember what that one was now. Uh, either way, there there were there were bits to it that I liked. The overall structure, you know, like, you know, whatever, hmm. turning Mustafar into a themed hotel, especially on the eve of of uh, Disney. Star Wars Galaxy. Yeah, the, the cruiser <laughs> and like you know, a little on the nose, but... Yeah, it would be it would be more fun. It would probably be more fun than the space cruiser, to be honest. Honestly, if there is not a Darth Vader animatronic at the entrance to the Star Cruiser, I'm going to be very disappointed. Yeah, it's but I I thought it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I don't think it was as funny as some of the other ones. It was a little bit more. Um, they played a little bit, more, but that's not always a bad thing because I think sometimes they get a little bit distracted and trying to. Um, I didn't quite understand the concept of why they wanted to remake Lost Boys. 
Yeah, I didn't. Was... I, it just felt really random. I mean, it's not even a Disney-owned like franchise. And then the next week, well, the kids aren't going to know about a vampire movie from the eighties. I mean, I only know about it because my cousin just made me watch it loads and loads because she liked Keith Sutherland. Um, and it was just like, why are we doing? Why this? This just seems so random. Definitely an odd one to pick out of. Yeah. Probably would have gone with something else. I, heck, I would have gone with like Hocus Pocus or or whatever. Keep it Disney, but uh, yeah, that one didn't hit quite as well as the other ones. I don't. Yeah, think. no. Um, I, overall, I thought it was solid. I mean, there's not. It wasn't really anything I didn't like about it. I kind of was. I got to. Um, other than, that's about it. There wasn't. There wasn't really anything that stood out. Like, oh, that was awful. Actually, um, I, I remember the other thing now. Um, they did more with the Knights of Ren in this than the yeah. movies did at all. They, they developed the Ren characters more than we ever saw in the movies. Now, I, I know some of those characters were developed in the comic series, The Rise of Kylo mm -hmm. Ren. Um, I honestly don't remember the comic to see how close it is to this, but obviously yeah. I would not take this as the canon. They, they, were very, <laughs> they, were, they were very blatant about the fact that none of the other stories were canon. Like uh, yeah. That's not how Luke Skywalker destroyed the Death Star guys, no. but uh, still... They did more with the Knights of Ren than the movies, so I get it. Give it credit yeah. for that. Yes, yeah, so I definitely think it's definitely worth checking out if you're a Star Wars fan. And um, yeah, I mean, just liking the idea of them kind of going on and doing these like different different shows and different specials, um, and it just it just makes sense. It makes total and utter sense. Um, also, this week we had a new episode of uh, Doogie MD. I know you didn't watch it, um, so this one um, I'm just trying to think what happened. Oh, it was I think. What was this one about? Oh, yeah, it, she had to rescue her boyfriend and do surgery on him, and he got a little bit um upset and didn't really know. And she tried dumbing down to try and fit in, and that was about it. It really is just re I'm really kind of yeah, I'm struggling with the series right now. I, I, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, it's it's just I mean, if I I, I literally just blew a blank on what this show was about. Um, there's just I don't quite know where there's just, there's just nothing happening in it. There's just nothing happening in it. Yeah, and I just want to be clear, like I didn't make a choice to not watch it. It was the one I just saved for last because I was the least interested in. And then unfortunately, some life events got in the way. I was like, and eh, whatever, this is not nearly important enough for me to carve some time out to watch it. So, I, yeah. I, I still intend to maybe check it out this weekend and and keep up with the series. But it's yeah. definitely very low on the priority list. Yeah. Um, also watched um, Turn and Hooch. So this is the penultimate episode. This was kind of a, one of those things of it actually made a little bit more sense in obviously Hooch says everything, but it kind of that comeback of like a realism of it, it keeps cocking up and keeps messing up and keeps, you know, they keep the dog keeps destroying stuff. Eventually they're going to be like, well, this dog is just not suitable for this job. And so it kind of feeds into that a little bit. They eventually get to the point where they where the couple break up because he picks the dog over her. And it's like, we've done this for eight weeks, eight, nine weeks since she introduced this character. We knew what they were gonna it wasn't gonna work. We could see it a mile. It was just like, oh god, they finally, finally. So we're gonna get them obviously get together in the last episode, which we could have predicted a mile off. I um, think we, and, we did predict. <laughs> yeah, and they also slowly building up on the idea of um something going on with the brother and the sister trying to track down who killed Tom Hanks. Um, they finally get to the point of it moved. The story moves along a little bit. It wasn't a bad episode. 
I definitely, I'm definitely glad I jumped back in. I gave this series a second chance and did a bit of a binge. Um, looking, I am actually looking forward to seeing how it all wraps up next week. I mean, we know how it's going to all wrap up, but um, it's yeah. kind of weird. It's kind of a weird one, really, because it, it feels like, I mean, it's like from your point of view, I could almost say to you, like, well, maybe just skip straight to the finale, and I don't <laughs> think you really miss, you would really would have missed much. I mean, the only ongoing story, like, where who killed Tom Hanks, which barely yeah. got any screen time in the episodes I saw. And then of course the, will they, won't they get together with the dog trainer girl? Yeah. Um, and it's like, well, once they weren't together after like three or four episodes, like, all right, they're, they're saving this for the last episode, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So that, that's, that's kind of it. I mean, it's a good solid show. I mean, there's that question of, will this one be back? I don't know. I also feel like, I don't know if like 12 episodes was a little bit too long for it. Cause it feels like, that, I mean, each episode has its own storyline, but this like constant just stretching out the two subplots going on. Just it, it just felt so sluggish. Yeah, um, I, yeah. There's also I I don't know how if it gets better or not in that regard, but like I always felt like the main actor wasn't yeah white right for the role. Like, yeah, he's just whiny. He's just whiny, and you actually kind of like you are incompetent, and it's a little bit hard to feel like. Oh, he's oh, he just needs a you know, he just needs that opportunity. It's like, no, he's he really is just bad at his job. He's not, he's just not competent. Well, it's not so much that he's bad at his job, from what I remember. It's that he's not right for the job that he wants. Like he's yeah. actually very good at the job he has, but he's very interested in in being part of the the A squad and being the yeah. Well, they haven't like, even used them for. They haven't well, used them for a few because he kind of embarrassed them on a number of occasions where they kind of shifted that whole arc it feels like this series has gone through quite a few like changes as the series has been going on whether or not like covid and delays and things of like you know we dropped the whole like let's reenact a movie everything after the like second or third episode and then we had this whole thing of trying to prove themselves to these guys and that kind of dropped off and even his buddy who was you know having a wedding planner and something that it's i don't know it's a very strange little series it, it does feel like it's going all over the place because they can't they keep changing the mind of where they're going it wouldn't surprise me if this is another one of the victims of covid we kind of saw it with the mighty ducks as well mm. uh some other series where uh you know they had to cut off shooting and they weren't able to finish storylines that they wanted to, mm -hmm. to to complete and it kind of uh, and they just had to scramble to put something coherent together. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the case here, but I could definitely see an argument for it. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly happened to, to plenty of shows this past year. Yeah. Let's now move on to some of the other original shows that are on um, Disney Plus internationally. So let's start off with Only Murders in the Building. So this was episode number... So we're going to be on episode seven. So that's the Australian, US, and Canada one. This will be dropping onto the UK next week. This one was very strange because it was told from the storyline of a deaf character. And it took me a while to realize what was going on. And on one hand, it was extremely powerful. And on the other hand, it was a little bit annoying. It was, it was, I liked what they did with it, but there was aspects sort of like, well, why couldn't we have just had people talking at that point? Because it didn't make any sense from our point of view watching it. Yeah, uh, I actually really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the conceit of it that it is pretty much silent throughout with yeah. a couple of exceptions. A couple of things kind of break through in, mm. in a dull, uh, monotone way at, at a very low pitch. But for the most part, it, it's uh, almost entirely silent, mm. which was 
a very interesting thing. And I, I'm sure that I was not the only one who's like, wait, is this broken? Do I, do I need to, <laughs> it, it's not broken. It's not, it's supposed to be silent, but um, it, at the same time, I see what you're saying too, where it's like, there were parts where it did not need to be silent at all. It was, you know, we, we'll have them talk through text messages instead of, and, and as like, you really don't have to do that. It yeah, reminds I, me. Oh, yeah. go ahead. I was because it, it was more on the lines of when when that character wasn't around, why were we doing it? Right. You know, like yeah. when they're on the date, for example. You know, they're on that date, and you know, just playing. I mean, playing out with um, Scrabble. It's like, why are we doing this bit here? It doesn't make any sense. From I know what the, the whole episode was, um, but it was a, it was it, it was it definitely went in a direction I didn't expect, and I still say, you know, it's it's just original. It's just doing something different. I will say I did like the Scrabble scene, though. That was pretty funny. And I was worried for a bit that it was going completely over Steve Martin's head, what they were talking yeah. about, until until he dumps the the, yeah. um, the letters on the board. I was like, is yeah. is he catching? Because it really looked at first like he's like, nope, he's oblivious to what's going on. I would have been oblivious to what was going on. Uh, but I, I just loved that scene where they, they basically had foreplay through yeah. Scrabble. It was very fortunate that they had the right letters for what they were trying I, to I'm <laughs> just trying to put together a word where you're playing Scrabble is bad enough. But I yeah, um, yeah, it was it was a really good, fun episode. It, it was definitely a bit different. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, on one hand, I think it worked. And on the other hand, it's like they pushed it a little bit too far. Um, yeah, I just I would have liked. Um, it's just that whole thing of you know they're now kidnapped in the back of the van. I would have liked a little bit more to go along with that. I understood. I didn't mind them kind of creeping around and texting each other because it actually made it's the only thing is put your phone on mute as it keeps buzzing. It's like we can if you if somebody's gonna be I suppose he's deaf he wouldn't hear it but um, it did kind of just like yeah. I like and I did, wasn't expecting that whole storyline to go where it did with the the grave robbing and all the rest of it. it just it went a bit different. Yeah, uh, that was the other thing I really liked about the episode was we really moved the plot forward. Hmm. Now, uh, the still the key plot of who killed Tim Kono yeah. uh, has not been explicitly answered, and they're still leaving open that hmm. that these guys, while benefiting from it, weren't actually the perpetrators. Like they had this whole other crime that they're yeah. trying to cover up, and uh, so that's what they're trying to go with. Um, going back to one point was uh, many, many years ago, Marvel did a month where they did all of their comics with no dialogue at all. They called it enough yeah. said it was a, a yeah. gimmick that they did. It was supposed to be a tribute to an old GI Joe comic that yeah. um, accidentally shipped without any dialogue boxes, but it ended up being just fine without them. Like it was, yeah. it was the perfect. Uh, but what ended up happening with the Marvel comics was you really just got a whole bunch of stories that were just, they just had no dialogue in them yeah. and they had to bend over backwards to explain things that you could have just had in a thought balloon or a, yeah. a word balloon is like, it, it's, it's a gimmick that when you know what you're doing with it and you have a reason to do it kind of like for most of this episode, yeah. it works really well. But when you're just kind of going, no, we're just going to do a comic with no dialogue for just for the heck of it. And it's like, yeah, the, all you're doing is making it harder for yourself. You, yeah, I, I, again, yeah, it, it was it was a different episode, but I hope that's the only one. I hope they kind of get back on track moving I, forward. I would be okay with them inserting little bits where we get from his POV again. Yeah, uh, where you know he he can where everyone has to talk in yeah. sign language and we go through the thing, but it should not be the whole episode. There were definitely yeah. parts of this episode where like you, you this he's not here. Why can't they yeah. talk? Yeah, no, but overall, again, and it's a really good series. 
Moving on from there, we got um, Why the Last Man. So this is episode four, which um, dropped this past week on, on Disney Plus in the UK. Um, bit of a strange one again with the FX c- content. It's kind of all over the place in terms of how it's arriving around the world. Um, so this one was, I, just, I mean, I watched it this morning and I'm just really enjoying this series. Um, I did actually say to my wife to kind of like, oh yeah, you want to watch that show? And kind of, so she, I, she's watched um this episode this week, and she goes, oh, she's been enjoying it, which is good. Um, just this whole thing of them being on the run and him having to hide, and then when they do see him, you know, this whole thing goes off of, like, in the, in the marketplace. And I thought that was a really good scene. And then just trying to hide who he is. And she's, I mean, and she's just a badass. She's just a pure badass. That You know, she's got a mission, and she will do anything to make sure it's success. She will, but it does seem to to be that they are already indicating that it's taking a toll on her um, yeah. mentally. They, they certainly implied that uh, while she did what she felt she had to do with the other two pilots at the end of episode three, um, she's not feeling 100% like, oh, yeah, I, I did the thing and it's done and and that that's it. And it, there does seem to be well, some regrets. I mean, the fact that she shot the woman in the leg rather than kill her, but then there was almost one of the lines of, they don't need to be killed because they don't know anything. Mm. They don't, nothing can come back on the president or anything because they don't know who's, there's no connection. He's just some random person. Um, and also we've got the whole storyline with this group, you know, w- working in a warehouse with chickens, um, which I wasn't expecting where that went. And then obviously I've been wondering where that the, the old helper from Washington, where she was going to come into it because like she's, we kept seeing it popping around. Well, she's not doing anything. She's not connected to the story, but now she's met up with the sister. Um, and there's a whole other subplot going on there. Again, I'm just really enjoying this series. It's just, again, something different, different, fresh, something, something else on there that's different to everything else we've got dropping on Disney Plus. And it's just nice having such a variety of things dropping. Yeah. And having uh, read the comic series recently, I read uh, in, in advance. One thing I'm really enjoying is that they're really just using the comics as uh, an influence rather than fully translating them. For one, it wouldn't have made sense because it's like 16 years old and the politics mm. are different now. But, you know, the the women that we saw here, they're probably the characters who were inspired by the Amazons in the comic series. But that whole story arc is obviously going in a completely different direction yeah. than when it was in the comic. Uh, so I'm really maybe happy. A, maybe there's an Amazon warehouse. <laughs> That would honestly be hilarious. <laughs> I, that would be, I kind of want that now. Uh, but yeah, that, I'm, they're, they're using the comic as influence, but they're not being beholden to it. They're doing their own thing uh, and they're doing it well. That's, mm. that's important it, because it, it is very worthy of noting that if you are adapting content and you decide to go your own way, uh, you could end up with like Aragon. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, um, I think as well, it's, I mean, I'm not going to read the book now because it's just like, um, I can then enjoy the show for what it is rather than what I'm comparing it. Because sometimes that can be an issue if you're comparing something, um, you, can, you can't do it. But yeah, just, again, some really nice selection of stuff dropping right now on um, Disney+. Plus. Um, so we've got some other new shows coming up soon, including Reservation Dogs is going to be coming up here in the UK. It's already dropping in New Zealand and Canada. And then they got American Horror Story dropping later this month. Again, we're just we're getting a nice selection of stuff dropping in, and um, with all of this different content. Right, so I think actually I think that is all of our reviews. Did you watch anything else this past week on Disney Plus? Um, on Disney Plus, no. I I started my very first Apple TV show uh, 
Isaac Asimov's Foundation, which I've never read, so I'm going mm -hmm. in blind. But uh, I'm I'm glad I started that up. It's it's been a fun series, and it's like, oh yeah, I have an Apple TV. Maybe I should. Yeah, try I, I, I keep getting the notification going. Your your um your uh, subscription is is not work. It's not the credit card's not working. It's like yeah, because it expired, and I'm not. You, you, yeah, I've not got no reason to do it. Watch um the Ewan McGregor um uh, uh they goes up from south from South America right through to Los Angeles on um electric motorbikes. Great series. I love that one. I'll, I'll, <laughs> so, I'll check that uh, out. Yeah. I assume that's I've a all, documentary. Yeah, have you watched the other ones where he did a long way round and a long way up down? He oh. did what he, he it's like the third of the series of where him and um Charlie they basically just ride a motorbike around the world but this one's a little bit different because it's like set 20 years obviously after they did the, the first one but yeah just really enjoyed that series um i'm trying to think i've, I've been watching orville i've started oh, watching yeah. that one um because that one dropped onto the uk a while, a couple of weeks ago and obviously season three will be i think it's february or march and all that um so i've been watching that and it's really weird it's just like wow the, the, it, it, i was expecting i think i think i'd gone in expecting a real spoof and it's like this kind of feels like a proper like space document. It's like just with a little bit of humor in it. it. The tone is very different to what I was expecting because I thought it was um Seth. It was going to be much more like Family Guy thing. It's like no, he's he's playing it almost straight. Yeah, it, it's been a while since I've watched it, but I had the same expectation going into season one. It was like, oh, this is going to be silly Star Trek. They're going to yeah. do all sorts of silly. But no, it's actually Star Trek played straight, but with a little bit more self awareness yeah. and a and the crew is not the front line to, uh you know they're not the enterprise they're not the best in the business they're kind of like the yeah you guys technically graduated the academy and you technically are officers maybe we're gonna set you over here instead yeah i've just been really surprised i think i've watched like five episodes so far and i'm just like oh okay i think this what i mean my wife forward just goes what are you watching this why are you watching this star trek stuff it's like it's not star trek oh so oh, she goes all right i'll leave you to, it's like yeah, but, yeah. But no, you see what I mean, though. It's yeah. it is the best Star Trek show we've had in quite some yes, time, even yeah. though it's even though it is not technically Star Trek. And I'm like, I'd watch it, this yeah. over Discover. Discovery. Yeah, it's, it's. I'm just enjoying it, so I'm I'm really enjoying that one. I'm trying to think what else we watched this week. Um, I think that's it. It's again, it's just. I mean, with something like Among the Stars being in like five six hours, that was quite a bit of a, a, bit, of a bit of a chunk to watch that one. But yeah, so there we go. So that is all of this week's uh, reviews and all of our news. As again. Um, go check us out over at what's on at disneyplus.com again if you are after a digital version of cruella we have got five episode five versions to give away so just email me at roger at what's on at disneyplus.com and then if i get back to you you will have won with the code <laughs> that's the simplest way of doing it and on that note guys thank you very much for joining us we'll see you again next time Later. Yeah, yeah hold on i need to send you an email before we air this episode <laughs> <laughs> all right later guys I'd like to thank all of our Patreon and YouTube channel members for their support. You can become a member from as little as $2 a month and you get access to our weekly Q&A and much more.